Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. It is Taz and the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. As we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Mike Pete across the way. Andrew with your updates. Welcome aboard right now, Taz. AJ Hawk, 11 year NFL veteran linebacker. Uh, former star at Ohio State, NFL analyst now. A.J. Taz of the Moose with you, a friend of the show. He's joined us a number of times. Good morning, A.J. How are you? Happy early Thanksgiving, brother. A.J., what's up? Hey. What's up, man? Good morning. How you guys doing? How are you? Good, bro. We're doing well. We're doing well, A.J. And, you know, we kicked off the program this morning talking about, you know, Lamar Jackson. I mean, how exactly you stop that Ravens offense right now? A.J.? A.J., there, buddy. Maybe hit mute. I don't know, maybe he did. I heard him now. Hey, well, he said hello. He said good morning. He said hello. Um, and then I asked him about Lamar Jackson, and he was. Our tech team is getting oh, there. Back with, hey, AJ, you with Take us? Take two. Take two. Here we go. Yeah, I'm here now. Sorry about that. I don't no, know what happened. Cut out. No, no worries. No worries. So, you know, what about Lamar Jackson? How do you slow down Lamar and that Ravens offense right now? Uh, you don't. I mean, as we saw last night, I think uh, you got to hope he has an off day. <laughs> you got to find a way to. I mean, the plan going in, I'm sure, always, always up front especially, is to try to contain him, don't let him break the perimeter, keep him kind of bottled up inside the pocket. Uh, but the thing is, hes I, I feel like he's developed as a passer, and he looks so good now throwing the ball. He looks so comfortable that he, he can just beat you too many too many ways. And there's not a whole lot of people that have been able to like kind of been a total package like him. And what I mean by that is a guy that can throw as well as he can right now, but also just how, like, explosive and sudden he is when he pulls the ball down and runs like he's a threat at every single time to get in the end zone no matter where he is on the field so it's a, it's a scary proposition right now to think about stopping that guy you know aj i was saying about lamar jackson earlier to moose it's like he's he's the, the it's not just that he's ultra athletic and he's his vision is great he's seeing the field as you said it's a dual threat throwing and running his explosiveness as you hit on but he's unpredictable, right? He, he, it seems like when he's running the ball, like when he gets out of that pocket, he doesn't know where he's going to go, which as, right or wrong, as a defensive player, man, I'm sure you've played against a lot of guys at times like that. 
It's a nightmare, right or wrong. When they don't, you don't know where they're going to go because they don't know where they're going to go. Yeah, it's it's an absolute nightmare to try to think about stopping that. And, and you're right. He, he doesn't know where he's going to go, and, and that's what running the football is. It's all about instincts. And Lamar has crazy football instincts on just – and body control. on on. He doesn't have to see a defender. He can feel where they're coming. He can feel where the pursuit is coming, even if it's behind him, and he's going to make something happen. And that's why he's so much fun to watch, I think, because yeah. it's not just – like you can't put on his film – and show some young kid, like, hey, here, do this. Like, this is what you need <laughs> yeah. to do. Like, yeah. no, like, come on now. There's only one guy on the planet right now that can do what he's doing, and it's right. him. And, and he, it's coupled with his instincts and his hard work and everything he's done as a player. And we're getting to see it right now really, really hit stride. And, and we'll see what happens if he can make it a, a playoff run and, and get this thing going because it's going to be interesting. AJ, what's gone wrong with the Rams? Man, I, I, isn't it weird? I, is it. I don't think it's it, – you know, there's always the whole saying, like, oh, they got, they got tape on them, they got film on them, and now everyone's figured them out. Like, I don't put as much stock into that. I mean, McVay is still McVay. I'm not, 100, I'm not down on McVay like some people are. I mean, obviously their offensive line has been struggling. They've been trying to figure out a, a group in there that can protect Jared Goff, and Jared Goff is definitely taking a step back, too, I think, at the same time. Uh, they're just in a weird spot. They really are to where – your O-line's not playing great. The quarterback that you just paid a ton of money to and gave him a long-term deal, I mean, you're hoping he's still that guy and he's going to get back to form. Uh, and Gurley has a bunch of money, too, and I like what Gurley can do. But I just think, I mean, they're, they're, not, the, they're not the new hot thing anymore. And it's, it's tough to, to continue to compete that way. I mean, I, they got to find a way defensively to get multiple turnovers a game and give Jared Goff some extra possessions. I mean, last night, nothing was going to help him. I mean, Lamar just just torched him. But the Rams, it's it's crazy to think where they are now, thinking where they were last year. You, I don't think – I know I would not have guessed that they are in this position now. No, not, not us either. I mean, I, I, I kind of felt – I guess I'm one of those guys that feels like there is a lot of tape and from last year and these DCs, you know, can figure them out. But you're, you're right about the offensive line for sure. I mean – um I mean, your concern level for Jared Goff, like you hit on it, man, he just he got the big deal. I mean, is it a blip, or can McVay get him back on track, or do you think it's like, eh, maybe maybe people did figure him out, maybe this is it. I mean, you know, uh, he hasn't been looking good at all. I know, and that's the scary thing. I mean, it's so hard to, to find your franchise quarterback. I mean, that's why we see these teams drafting guys so high and throwing money at guys that they hope and they think are going to be their franchise quarterback. I'm not saying Jared Goff is not 100% not the franchise quarterback and going to be there for 10, 12 more years in L.A., but, I, I mean, I'm not, 100, I'm, I'm not super confident that right, he is that right. guy. If, if he isn't, the, the good thing that they have is I still think Sean McVay, he's one of those crazy football guys that I'm sure is sleeping 30 minutes a night. It's just driving him crazy <laughs> that they're not able to win right now. Right. He's going to do whatever he possibly can to get Jared Goff to play as best as he possibly can and give that team a chance to win. We're talking A.J. Hawk, 11-year NFL veteran linebacker um, and uh, NFL analyst and a friend of the program has joined us uh, a number of times over the course of uh, the football season. A.J., you know, away from the Rams and Ravens last night and you know, up to New England and, and the Patriots, we know how good that defense is and it plays, and we know how good they are in terms of stopping the pass as well. I think they've only had, what, four passing touchdowns this entire year. However, what's wrong with that Patriots offense, and do you think it's time, and do you think they have the skill position players to get it fixed? Well, yeah, I think, honestly, because of how good that defense is, they 
always have a chance to, to win it all. And, and something about the Patriots, too, maybe I'm just like all the, the, the diehard Patriot fans. I feel like, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, their offense, they can sputter all they want in the regular season. In the playoffs, Tom Brady's going to find a way. They're going to put it together and make a run 100%. And when you think about how good their defense is, and you know that defense can play, they can go anywhere and still be a, a really elite defense. It's, uh, they're, they're definitely the team to beat. But, I mean, it's, it's a combination. Obviously, not having Gronk hurts them. I mean, that guy is just such a game-changer and, and matchup nightmare for anybody. Their offensive line, they're still trying to figure it out. They, I know they just uh, what put Marshall Newhouse uh, on the bench, I think. And they've kind of had to shuffle things around, trying to find a way to keep Tom Brady upright. And you're right, especially if they're not healthy at the receiver position. I mean, it, it's not like they are super loaded, super deep at the receiver position to begin with. So they need Muhammad Sanu. I think he's a great pickup. I actually played with Sanu uh, in Cincinnati for a year, and I think he is one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL. The guy, is a, he's a freak, and he's an awesome teammate too. So with him healthy, it definitely helps him. Um, but I think no matter what, they don't care. They They'll gladly win a Super Bowl ten to seven. It doesn't matter to them. Yeah, I, I, you know, we talked. Moose and I did when that Sanu deal happened and went up to New England. And I was, I felt like, man, once there's a chemistry built, AJ, with Tom Brady and Sanu. I'm a big fan of Sanu. Also, it's like that could be an unstoppable duo right there with Brady and Sanu. Absolutely. I mean, he is most Sanu is so good. He was with um, AJ Green and the Bengals for a while, so obviously AJ Green's getting right. all the attention. Yeah. And then he's in Atlanta, and you got Julio Jones. I'm like, all right, we got there's there's Julio. I was actually on the Falcons for a month too, so that's why I kind of have nothing more. <laughs> I, I saw I didn't get I didn't get much more access than maybe you guys, but I got a little bit more access to be there four weeks. Uh, I'm like, oh, cool. I know, and Mo Sanu was in Atlanta at the time, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's so good. Mo is so good. Yeah. But you have Julio Jones there too. I'm like, well, we got we got Julio and Mo. These guys are both unbelievable, sure, obviously. Yeah. But that's why I think Mo could have an, a, a monstrous playoff run for New England uh, if he's 100% healthy, and I think he and Tom Brady already seem to be on the same page. Uh, you know, AJ, uh, over to uh, you know the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to get Niners and Ravens up this upcoming weekend down in Baltimore, a 1 o'clock kickoff. How about what San Francisco has done and really you know what Bosa's done defensively, what that defensive line has done, and how good uh, Shanahan's crew has been this year? Best team in the NFC right now up until this point. I mean, it looks like it, and I was, I was hesitant to say that four weeks ago. Probably, I just wasn't sure. I was like, okay, well, yeah, you guys are good, but you gotta, you gotta play, play great late in the year, and you gotta do it multiple times. I think to really feel like you have arrived, and I, I, they have arrived, man. The Niners are unbelievable. I, I, I like what Jimmy Garoppolo can do. I think when George Kittle's in the lineup, they're obviously a different offense. He's absolute monster that changes the face of that offense. Um, and they're not even fully healthy on the offensive line, too. That's what's scary to think of once they get healthy. But they're they're just so good. They're such a well-rounded team. Their, their defense, I feel like, too, how their front four and front seven play complements how the back end plays so well, too. I mean, look when they played the Packers on Sunday night. People were asking, oh, what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? His numbers were down and everything. I'm like, first off, he's running for his life to begin with. And then when he, when he wasn't running for his life and he's able to get the ball out of his hands – there's nobody open. Right, right, suffocating right. coverage at all times, you feel like. So I think they have an amazing thing going there in San Fran, and they're a fun football team to watch. So yeah, just, that's the, the fun thing. Now you, you, uh, you have 10 wins already. You're a great regular season football team. And, and the tough thing is if you go out there and you drop your first playoff game, it's like it's all for nothing. So mm. that's where the, the pressure kind of 
fits in, and you got to find a way to, to fight through that and see if you're legit and you're gonna you're gonna make a run at it. Uh, you listen to Taz and Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Our special guest right now is AJ Hawk, Sirius XM NFL analyst, 11 year NFL linebacker. Uh, so AJ, uh, speaking on that with the 49ers, so like, like Moose alluded to, we got the Ravens at the 49ers this Sunday. I mean, like two best teams in NFL, in your opinion, was that fair to say? Going at it this Sunday, almost like a Super Bowl preview. Yeah, right now I would call them the two best teams in the NFL at this point in the regular season. Um, it's man, it, it's going to be cool to see how San Francisco not only what their plan of attack is for kind of bottling up Lamar, trying to keep him uncomfortable. But it's going to be fun to watch them chase him around all over the place. You know, there's going to be a couple just absolute signature plays. Even if it's a, even if he ends up getting sacked, but if he might run around for 19 seconds with Bosa <laughs> and the crew chasing him yeah, around, yeah. it's going to be fun to watch. Um, it, it is going to be fun to watch. We, Taz and I were talking about. We wish it was a four o'clock or eight o'clock game instead of it yeah. being one o'clock in the afternoon on on Sunday. You know, AJ. Uh, one of the teams that uh, one of the coaching staffs that's clearly under pressure. How about Garrett? Um, you know, and, and Taz and I were critical of the Cowboys head coach yesterday. His decision to kick the field goal down 13-6 late. Then you served the criticism from Aikman on the broadcast, the criticism of Jerry Jones after the game. You know, how 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 hot is the seat right now under the uh, under the rear end of Jason Garrett? Well, you would think it's it's very hot when the owner comes out and, and says that. I mean, Jerry seems to have all like up until this point has really been on board with Jason Garrett and saying all the right things, I guess, to the media. But when, when your owner, the guy that is making every single decision in that building, when he comes out and he seems to be pretty critical of something that is a little out of the norm for him, as far as supporting his head coach, I feel like, yeah, you got to be a little bit worried if you're Jason Garrett and you got to be thinking, well, all right, we got to find a way to, this could be like all or nothing for me. We got we got to really go deep in the playoffs or get to the Super Bowl at least or something uh, for me to to still be around here. But I, I cannot imagine um, him being back next year if they don't if they don't get the NFC Championship or Super Bowl. It seems like. AJ, no, uh, I think I know the answer to this question before I'm going to ask you, but I'm going to ask you anyway. So, did you ever take a selfie with fans before the game was over? Did you ever do that? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, dude? Uh, what happened? Oh, I don't my. know. Maybe. <laughs> I, uh, I t- what is it? Gen-, Gen Y, Generation Y, Generation Z? What is it? Yeah, I think it's Z. I don't know. I don't know. What is this it, week, this week, I think it's Generation Z this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love Dwayne Hassan. I'm an Ohio State guy. He's an Ohio of State course, guy. Of course, yeah. Um, but man, I mean, he's sometimes you just get too excited and you forget where you are. And I huh. think that's what happened with Dwayne Haskins. The offense is on the field. Hopefully, for him and for like, I just hope maybe five, eight, ten years from now, he's playing in the league and he's a, he's a great player and he can look back on that and laugh. Because if not, if he doesn't have a long, great career, it's just going to be one thing, one more thing you put on of yeah. why he didn't yeah. make it or something. If people want to examine his career, well, AJ, hopefully that he's laughing because skin fans were crying on, uh, <laughs> on Sunday when they watched. They're like, "What? Why can't we just enjoy a win?" The quarterbacks on the sideline taking pictures as as Keenum's run out to the field. AJ, victory formation—that's the best formation. You yeah. got to be there. You got to be there. Oh. oh man, I mean that's. You know, times change. You got to adapt. You know, if you're a coach, you're a player. You got to. We're a fan of it. You got to adapt. You got to understand. Hey, maybe I would not personally have done this, but you know what? I can't knock other people for doing it. Maybe it's the new norm. What do you guys think? I, I, I think it's a bad norm. I think it's a bad. <laughs> maybe norm. it's an old school thing. But hey, so are you ready for the big one, man? Ohio State, Michigan this Saturday. Your, your Buckeyes are undefeated. You ready for this or what? The big one. 
Yeah, Chase Young's back in the lineup, came back with a vengeance against Penn State last week. The guy's probably the best player in college football. He's unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's going to be – I think it's been fun to watch, too, how Michigan has kind of progressed throughout this season. Early on, they're talking about Harbaugh getting fired and what's wrong with Michigan, and then they've really turned it on. They, they look really, really good. Uh, and so it's going to be it's going to be fun to see Ohio State go to Ann Arbor and see how they do. I feel like Ohio State – is the most like well-rounded team they've had in years and years uh, around their offense, defense, and special teams. They're just loaded. They don't have any weak spots. So going up against a, a Michigan offense and a Michigan team that is playing super confident and feels like every year, I mean, they feel like this is the year they're going to beat them. But ultimately, I just don't think they have enough to beat Ohio State. Well, it's like old hat now. I mean, you beat, you know, you beat up on Michigan like uh, it's insane. I mean, you know, the Wolverines don't even come close to you. It really is. It's crazy there, AJ. Yeah, the, the, that's what I tried to tell people. So I got my last year in college was 2006. I went three and one against Michigan. And you talk to any kid that came after me, and they, like, I'm a failure to them. Like, what are you, you guys lost to Michigan? (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) It used to be a lot more competitive, guys. Like, when I came in, if people were 2-2 and against Michigan, they're like, oh, okay, all right, 500. Now, if you lose to Michigan, something's wrong, they want to pull your scholarship. It's crazy. It really is. Um, A final one tomorrow, you know, obviously Thursday's Thanksgiving, right? And, uh... You know, are are you a are you a stuffing guy? Are you oh. a turkey guy? Are you a mashed potatoes guy? What what do you look forward to for the big meal, AJ? Uh, so, without trying to sound like a huge like downer and a grump, like I don't really care about any of it. Like I I enjoy being with my family and everybody and hanging out and the camaraderie and all that. But I'm not, like, freaking out, going crazy about certain meals. I like turkey. I like turkey. Any, I put turkey in my eggs every morning. Mm. So, like, I like that. But Thanksgiving turkey, I think, is highly overrated. I mean, I, <laughs> we and my wife and I inject the hell out of it. We had a thing last night. We had a friend giving me call or whatever. We had all my, all my buddies that played with at Ohio State and their wives over, and we had a big Thanksgiving already. And I injected the hell out of that turkey for two days previous before, and we're basting it and put all. It doesn't matter. A turkey still is still turkey. weirdly dry inside. Yeah, it's dry cool. white meat. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, cool. Like, don't dump all your gravy over there. I'm like, all right, man. Like, no. So <laughs> I, uh, I eat a bunch of turkey and a little bit of stuffing, and I don't go too crazy though. I don't. You know, it's it's just another day, but it's going to hang out with, with my family. <laughs> well, happy Thanksgiving, AJ. <laughs> hey, thank yeah, man. Yeah, I would, yeah, that's why I wanted to call in and wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, uh, AJ, we appreciate you giving us some time this morning. We really do wake it up early and uh, and enjoy the holiday, enjoy the friends and family, and, uh, and thanks for the time, bud. Thanks a lot, man. All right, thank you, guys. Thank you, You got AJ Hawk. At least he's honest. Yeah, I, I mean, know a lot of guys. I know a lot of people that don't love the turkey. The turkey is, you know, is dry. They're not. They're not into the turkey as much. They like the side dishes. But AJ didn't seem like he was into the meal at all. I don't think he gives a rat's ass about the holiday. I mean, but that's okay. I mean, he's uh, that's fine. He, he likes turkey. He eats turkey every day, so it takes away from the allure when you have it on Thanksgiving. Uh, but I think some people don't because it's, you know, it's it's a. I, I mean, I love it. I love the holiday. I like the side dishes. I like the turkey. I'm, I'm not into the dark meat. I'm not into the, the legs or whatever you call it, the drumsticks. Okay. Just give me some white meat. Give me some gravy. Give me a little mashed potatoes, a little stuffing. I'm good. I don't go crazy with the gimlets and the gimlets and the other stuff. Gimlets, gimlets. That too. I, and uh, maybe if there's a good the brush turkey smell. Neck. Right. I don't like that. The turkey neck. Uh, no, I don't I, like that. My mom, used to, my mom used to make a stuffing. 
uh, with the with the uh, the turkey neck and everything. It was delicious. My really? mom could only be, I, I've I've never had, had it before. With, with the stuffing. Well, yeah, my mom used to make it. It was absolutely like delicious. Yeah, I believe uh, it. I and believe I it. I never learned the recipe um, before my mom passed away, but I never learned. But it was unbelievable. But I've never had it aside from when my mom used to make it. I've never had that before. Well, I know we're going to do a bench cut start tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, we're going to do a um, Thanksgiving inspired. And I do think here's the one thing. I do think age plays a factor. What do you mean? I do think, like, I used to, like, when I was younger, like, I used to look forward to, like, the Thanksgiving meal, like, yeah. sit down, whatever. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. you get older, it's like... It's not the same. If you house the food, you're ready to pass out. Yeah, you want to pass out. And it's like, not... Like, yeah. I really believe, like, eating... Like, I'm looking forward to a nice light meal. So yeah. I can, you know, because, you know, a couple years ago, I passed out on my sister-in-law's couch. Yeah, the tryptophan. Tryptophan right. Jones. And yeah. no, it wasn't just the turkey. I didn't eat a ton of turkey, right? It's and the carbs, bro. Probably the carbs. You're right yeah. about that. And yeah. so I was snoring. On my sister-in-law's couch. The whole family's there. The whole family's awesome. there. The table's like 20 feet away. My wife's embarrassed. My oh my my, my shirt came undone, so a little <laughs> bit of my belly's popping out. Right? You're not even drunk. I'm not even drunk. I'm just exhausted, right? Passed and bloated. The, bloated. Passed out on the couch. That's awesome. That was the, that was the, my oh, Madonna my on our way home yelling at me saying, call me an embarrassment. Happy Thanksgiving. She goes, basically, she goes, oh, I have to God. hear you snore when I'm home. It's Thanksgiving. Do I really have to be eating my dessert and listening to you snore on a couch 20 feet away? And cover your belly, Mom. Yeah, right. She goes, it's embarrassing. <laughs> you should shave something on your belly hair. Right. So if it does something come up, like a yeah. number, like a number 17. And then the family could say, wow, why does Mark have a 17 on his stomach? He just right. likes the number. My brother-in-law is telling people it. that nobody ever landed on the moon. He's believing these conspiracy well, theories drunk, at the obviously. time. He no, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's doing these. <laughs> and you're snoring through the whole thing. I'm snoring through the whole thing. They're like, oh, do you remember when Anthony was talking about the fact that, you know, the moon landing was filmed in L.A. at a studio? I was nah, like, what, was what are you talking about? I was in my dream by then. I was, had too many sweet potatoes with marshmallows on melting on top. Yes, but we got a BCS coming your way tomorrow. Do we know what's going to be in it? No, we don't. I have not decided. Well, I'm sure you'll tell Mike, and then we'll do whatever you say. That's not All true. Right. Stop. That's don't, how that goes. Uh, that's not true. Oh, come We're going to talk it out. Come on. Are we going to do food? What do you want to do? Let's talk it out. We did this last year? Was it a failure? A variation. No, it was successful. Uber. Well, do we know? All right. Um, do we know what we did? We can't do the same thing. No, we're not going to do the same thing. I will discuss it after the yes. break. It's Taz and the Moose. 855. On a Tuesday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Thursday, spend your Thanksgiving with the NFL on CBS for a huge matchup deep in the heart of Texas when the Bills bring their stingy defense to Dallas for a date with Dak and the Cowboys. The NFL today kicks off the festivities at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific only on CBS. Should we get Andrew Bogus, who's here, should we get him involved with the conversation for the BCS for the Thanksgiving? So, Andrew, we're trying to figure out Mm -hmm. the BCS. What did we do last year, do you know? I do not remember. That's Thanks. sorry. Okay. 
Does anybody know? I don't remember. No, I, I thought I, we did something of a food it, variety. It was food related, but I, I, I could look. I could look back and figure it out. I How do you the, not I, remember? I don't think the idea that we came up with though is similar to what we did last year. I could be wrong. I mean, it might be similar, but not the same. So I feel like you don't want to let the audience know the idea we have for tomorrow. No, I. I well, we. I thought it, it, we let them know tomorrow what we have tomorrow. It's called a hook, bro. It's a hook. We tell and, them now, so they listen more tomorrow. Oh, the, okay. that's the business, right? Well, it's a tease to say we're going to be doing a BCS on Thanksgiving. That's on food. As well. Correct. <laughs> all right. I just thought maybe, all right, whatever. Oh, you could tell them. Yeah, I don't think we're talking about, you know, a massive conversation piece here. No. Well, while we downplay it even more. Maybe they want to do research. Maybe they want to try all three foods. Well, why don't we just forget I about doing it? I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Oh, I, you just you just did. What are you talking it about? Came out the wrong way. Uh, what do you mean? Words have meaning. Yeah, we're not talking about a huge conversation. Words have meaning when you imply that someone took two sick days and there was a work and they weren't sick. Oh, words do have no. meaning, Moose. You're right. I and didn't say I'm you still were. Hurt. I didn't say that. No, you implied it as a company man, you corporate Moose. You implied. I didn't imply it. anything. <laughs> corporate moose. Corporate I didn't moose. imply anything. Moose in a suit. Yeah, Moose in a suit. It was not me implying anything. Moose will be the new program director. You'll be so Mark Chernoff's assistant PD. I will not. You have a lot of years of experience. No, I will not. Taz, I I did not imply, did not infer. I joked around. My feelings are hurt. My feelings are hurt. Does that Why? You were sick. Why why would your feelings be hurt if you were sick? Uh, Well, they were hurt. You know? Why you were sick? You shouldn't get hurt and your feelings should not be hurt at all. And then you guys sing happy birthday to me and, and on my birthday, October eleventh, nobody sang happy well, birthday. You were sick you were that, that day. day. You were, yeah, you, you weren't were here that, that day. day. Uh, you don't have to play happy birthday. Wait a minute. So wait, I wasn't here on my birthday? Correct. No, you were not. Wow. So I love how we can knew you hit that. the gunshot to the uh, happy birthday <laughs> because it's over. So you knew that Moose that it was I was out my birthday. Why are you keeping? Why are you a scorekeeper, Moose? You're a co-host. We're we're a team. Why are you keeping score on my sick days? That's a little disturbing. And Andrew, you too. You're a snake anyway. You know that. Why am I keeping score? Yeah. I, it just I remember you being out on your birthday. That's all. I don't even know when your birthday is, Moose, and if you were here or not. You know why? Because it's none of my business. Well, you weren't here. My kids were here. That's we're right. Out. Yeah. Oh, my okay. kids were not okay. here. My That's kids were here. Delicious yes. cookies. cookies. Yeah, my wife's friend made cookies for That's... everyone here. It was it was awesome. That was this year. That was in 2019. That was in May. Yeah, kids must have loved it. Yeah, here. they had a great Probably time. Had fun, right? Yeah, they May were told 17. to be quiet. It was a great day. Yes. Yeah, turn off. That's right. <laughs> oh, really? They keep it down, right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. They're being yeah. too loud. Bring They're your kids to loud. work day, and they get yelled at by the program director. Well, no, they didn't. He talked to me. They didn't. He didn't. He would not address my children. What is with kids and noise? Yeah. So he, did we talk about this on the air when it happened? They weren't being yeah. loud either. They and it was like 7.30 in the morning. There was no one here to bother. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I was here on my birthday. You were out sick. Oh, my God. Horrible. Allegedly. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You were uh, uh, I, you allegedly know, out sick. I, I guess I, guess I got I to gotta, I gotta bring a doctor's note in now. I mean, yeah, that's a new thing. I don't yeah. see why no, you wouldn't. No, when I'm sick at home, bases. when I'm sick again, I'm going to take photos. I'm going to take video, and I'm sending them directly to Mark Belusis. And and that's it. Nobody else. And then Moose, you can make sure that 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 Chernoff gets it. So that's no, what I'm doing. I'll, I'll pass on that. That's what I'm doing because I, I, I don't, don't like the implication. And my feelings are hurt. And nobody I didn't imply cares. it. Yes, you did. And nobody here cares. Nobody's like, sorry, Taz. We apologize for making you feel bad. I got people saying, "Oh, you're back." I missed two days. I was out sick. My stomach was in a knot. I was vomiting. Mm. I was I was damn near. You know, I believe you. Yeah, I do. I I didn't. I thought you were sick. 
You, you thought right because I was sick. I, that's it. The, all I can control is my thoughts. I just, well, you should be careful that's what I, you say, though. You should. What did I say wrong? Uh, you know what you said. It wasn't right. That's I all said, I'm saying. You I obviously said, hurt my feelings, and I, I brought it up again, you know, so. Well, I apologize. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. The, you know, I, I, I just was joking around. It was something that was inferred. It's a joke at it. my expense, like usual on this show. No, it's not true. <laughs> it's, it's not even a ha-ha, hee-hee. It's, yeah. it's just, it is what it is. I grind, dude. I grind oh, out please. here. Yeah. We, we, come on. That, now, For now, like two on. more days. That's, that's a stop. Let's stop with the grind. I grind, man. Stop. I mean, it's been two years. I'm grinding. Uh, enough. Enough with the grind. What's your December schedule again? Very light. Because I have to, yeah. I have to, grinder. Yeah, I have to make, make up for lost time. That's yes. why my family needs to see me too. You know, right. I pneumonia. Can't just, I can't just be here. No, I have, I have, I have days that I'm paid for vacation days, sir. <laughs> Holiday. I'm, I'm entitled to that. I've, I'm a pretty big name entitled. and a pretty big star. Let's be honest. No one's denying that. Well, I have to say, no, it. no one else here says it. I, have I, to say and it. I can't control the thoughts of everyone else here. All I can control no, is my own. I actually thoughts. do I think, think you control it. I actually do think you control the narrative. I think in that newsroom, you're like the mayor. Okay, Mayor Malusis. I'm not the mayor. No, you're the mayor. You're not the PD. You're the mayor. Mayor Malusis. Uh, why am I the mayor? Because I control what people think. You do. Because you I know really all am. those I'm guys. Like, those are all your cronies. Like a superhero. For years. Like a superhero. Those are your cronies for years. I'm like this. <laughs> superhero. And of course, oh! <laughs> Andrew Bogus starts all these problems. I'm like Darth Vader. I don't start them, I just spread them. Yeah, Moose tells I'm, me what to think, and then I say it out yes, loud to I, the, in the newsroom. In a way, we go. Taz, about when you're Taz was not really sick. No, how about when you're out agreed. sick, and then and then really you're sick. in on. How about this part? You probably don't. You never experienced this, Moose, because when you're out sick, you get an email back from the, the office that says, "Hope you feel better," and then they leave you alone. Not me. I'm in on on the conversation with the bosses and the man sitting in the esteemed broadcaster Andrew Bogus for me if I'm out sick. I'm in on that coordinates. I'm in on those emails. I have to see all that. Can you make it? Will you be there? Can you do that? That's nice, right? Isn't that nice? Do you know who's not on those emails? Why? Who? Mike Biseglia. Or Moose. <laughs> and Mike should be on him. He's the producer of the show. Exactly. Why? I wasn't involved in any email when I was out sick. That, you, did you not just hear what I said? That's no, my point, joking. sir. It was a joke. You're not, and you shouldn't be. When you're out sick, you should be relaxing. Not Left alone. Deal what with do you mean? When, when these you're, aggressive emails when you're I'm on seeing. vacation, Mike sends you the rundown? No, no. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about if you're out sick, because I need to know what's going on on the show. Oh. So, Because this is what I do. You guys don't know. When I'm on vacation, I'm listening in to you guys. I'm actually playing along oh, at home while the show's stop on. Stop, stop. With the run uh, sheet. That, that's not even believable. I'm having a hard time finding last that's year's even, B- BCS. That's even, stop that. Stop. <laughs> quit while you're ahead. I'm just telling you. Quit while you're ahead. Just, just stop that. I just want to say I'm having a hard time finding quit. last year's BCS right. because Taz wasn't in that week. So I... I I don't know if we did it. Uh, uh, we might have done it. Has I have right. to go, yeah, have to go back took November before. off. <laughs> so I'm just because backtracking. didn't take any vacation in the summer. Oh. That's right. When everyone else was taking vacation, Taz decided to work. No, nah, he grinded. You know, and then he, he grinded through the summer and, and vacation during the holidays. Well, I'll have to get my doctor, Sam Shepard. I'll have to get a, a note from him, and I'll prove no, you No, you were on vacation. Well, even no, that, I need what? a note for vacation, about too. Sickness Am I going to get attacked, May- Mayor Malusis, for that? I'm, I believe you were sick. It's not Mayor me. Malusis. yeah. I am not saying I was joking around. Yeah, at my expense, and it hurt. That's oh, stop. Oh, Taz, I'm sorry. Sorry. I Thank really you. believe you were sick. That means a lot. Thank you. Bogus, go ahead. Thank you, Moose and Taz. Lamar Jackson yes. dazzled again on Monday Night Football while the Rams' offense 
fizzled once again. Jared Goff finishes November without a passing touchdown. This game just got away from us. That's the best way to describe it. it got away from us, and I think everyone in the offense, defense, special teams would look at themselves and say, you know, we can be better. And, and it's again, I've, I've said this before, it starts with me. I can be better. Goff was picked off twice last night. His offense failed to score a touchdown for the second time in three games, all while Jackson produced touchdowns on the Ravens' first six possessions in L.A. Five touchdown passes, one run from Mark Ingram which would have been a Jackson TD run had he not tripped inside the five-yard line. Lamar finishes with 169 yards in the air, 95 more on the ground. His Ravens ran for 285 as a team. They're 9-2 and two, heading towards Sunday's showdown with the 10-1 and one Niners. The Rams dropped to 6-5, and five, two games out of a wild-card spot. Now, last week, Broncos head coach Vic Fangio said it wasn't critical for rookie QB Drew Locke to start this season Then his team managed just 134 yards Sunday in Buffalo. So Fangio said yesterday Locke could start Sunday against the Chargers. Giants wide receiver Golden Tate is in concussion protocol and Raiders wide out Hunter Renfro out indefinitely with a rib injury. College football Bob Davey will coach his last game at New Mexico this weekend against Utah State. The Lobos 28 games under 500 in Davey's eight seasons on the job. They, they I can't did. believe he's there eight years. That's yeah, I really, know. It's yeah, going really well really. as Moose points. No, no, I know, no, 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 that's funny. <laughs> well. No, but I know, no, I'm just saying, I, feel, I mean, I feel like it was just yesterday that he was, what, a Notre Dame, right? Yeah, he, like, disappeared. I know. That, I know. And that Notre Dame stint was, like, 97 to 01. Yeah. Because then it was yeah. a decade on TV. That's right. Yeah. And randomly right. took this job. Yeah. To new heights. But you know what? I mean, it sounds crazy to us, but, you know, we're here in New York City, and you're covering all these sports and all these big markets. You know, maybe the guy, he's obviously happy, right? I mean, he's living there in New Mexico, right? Or wherever he's at. And, yeah, uh, cash no checks, more. not winning games. Sure. Yeah. No yeah. more. After this, it's over. It's done. One game to go. Maybe I should apply for that job. 28 under. You know what? You probably, well. My resume. You couldn't do worse, could you? Than him? Yeah, 28 under 500. Yeah, I could do worse Mountain than West. I could. <laughs> probably I could. could. I could just go over. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. That's yeah, I'd have, the kids would listen. I'd just tell wrestling stories and practice. <laughs> All right, guys, no reason to run. Take your helmets off. Let's get out of the sun. Let's sit down and talk about. I had this match against Bob Holly in Toronto. Anyway, so okay. <laughs> tell them the story. Who's your offensive coordinator, Pete Pilati? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Remember that time Taz suplex Bam Bam to the stage? Yeah. Coach, we just want to hit. College hoops last night, third-ranked Michigan State, surprised by Virginia Tech, 71-66 on day one of the Maui Invitational. Back here in the Continental 48, number 10, Ohio State fought off Kent State, 71-52. To the NBA and 50 points from Giannis, his Bucks pushed their win streak to 8-122-118 over the Jazz. All that matters is win. Exactly. That's all that matters. The Lakers also won an eight-game run, 114-104 winners in San Antonio, 33 points and 13 assists for LeBron. The Islanders, 17-game point streak, ending in Anaheim 3-zip, but the Stars beat Vegas 4-2. That ties the team record seven consecutive wins for Dallas. Guys? All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Hey, great job, man. Thanks, well guys. Done. Great job as usual. Glad you're healthy again, both of you. Uh, not 100%, but Taz is. But, the, but you're here, Moose, because that's what you do. You I grind. Do. Grind you, away. You established that earlier. When you're sick, you, you'll take a day off, but you'll work the other 10. I know. I, you're, you're an animal. That's I it. it. Thank you. That's it.
That's no it. other no no other way of life. That's right it. There. That's 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 how it. it is. That's all I know. Nobody works harder than you. No, oh, nobody. We've established right. that. Andrew Bogus has established that on this show for no two years. question about it. You're the hardest working man in show business. Absolutely. Which is Bogus a Bogus is my Bilotti to yeah. you. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. That is your number to call. Sean Payton's idea for replay down in New Orleans. We'll touch upon that. Interesting idea. We'll give you our thoughts. It's Taz and the Moose on this Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more by car insurance. So Saints head coach uh, Sean Payton has got an idea. Instead of going back and it's Al Riveron uh, with these instant replays, he feels like yeah, maybe there should be a three-person replay booth when they go to these replays. Small group of officials should be in charge of making decisions in the replay booth instead of just senior vice president officiating Al Riveron. Thoughts? <laughs> That'd be great. Well, thoughts are just it'll slow things down even more. Um, I, would it? I, I think it would because it, it, then they got to all agree. You got three guys or girls or whatever that have to agree. I personally, just on the side, I I agree. The more, as long as they get it right, I'm cool. I don't care how long it takes. I've said that before, but I do think a lot of fans are going to get ticked when it's it takes longer to get that decision because you have three people making a decision together as opposed to one person. Right, but it would get rid of this nonsense now because he is the vice president of officiating, Riveron. Correct that you're getting into this nonsense where you're challenging pass interferences and the calls on the field are being upheld, even though if it was called on the other way on the field, uh, it would have been the correct call. Do you see what I'm yes, saying? Yes, I do. Um, and so that's the frustration here is that I think uh, the officials are bothered by the fact that coaches now can challenge it, and you're seeing a lot of these challenges of pass interferences or non-pass interference calls. Off, right, yeah. correct. And yeah. and it's been wrong. So you're able to negate that. It might slow up the process a little bit. I mean, maybe it's a 2-1, right? If it's 2-1 one way, maybe you don't all have to agree. And clearly the speed of the process, it can't slow down to where you, you know, affect the rhythm of the game. However, if you do that, and you don't have someone in place there, if you have a three-person booth, men and women, and it's nobody connected to the officials, Taz. Maybe you won't have the nonsense that's transpired this year in terms of the pass interference call. Yeah, yeah, because that's been the glaring thing, you know. Because these these coaches. So I think that would flesh. be a positive. Yeah, I do. That's what I mean. I, I mean, I just feel like just get it right. So if it takes three people, if it takes two people, uh, maybe instead of three people, two people. Maybe I mean, who would it be? I mean, what is Sean Payton saying? Should it be all former officials, or, or should it be? Oh, just said a, a couple of former coaches. Moves. How about how about a former coach or a former GM or something. I could see like a Mike Tannenbaum being in a, a good position to do something like that. He never he never refed, but he's a football guy. Uh, I think you got to get guys that uh, – I, I Officials? Think you, yeah, I mean, I think you really? have to have guys that, that know the rule book backwards and forwards. Well, you learn it. Uh, I don't want to throw somebody in there that's I, – I, I You don't want wanna... a job learning the rules. What's that? You don't want to throw anybody in there learning the rules? 
when they make no, the no, decisions? No, I, I think he, I think it's got to be three quote unquote experts on the well, rule. What makes an expert? What an expert on the rule? But like as as far as were they a former official? You know, on the field, or they're just a, an expert. On, a lot of these coaches are experts on the rules. Uh, don't you think? I mean, a lot of these coaches are well, they or retired are. coaches too. Well, yeah. but they don't. There are some rules that they might not know, like the back of their hand. Like you're supposed to know on the field if you're an official. You're supposed to know. Not all the officials don't know them. To be honest with you, um, I don't know. It's the rare occasion where someone where you get a, a gaff like that. I mean, it, it has happened, but it's very, very rare. You might not like the interpretation of the rule, but not knowing the rule, that's rare. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just think that maybe instead of the typical, you know, former retired referee official, maybe uh, an esteemed coach is in that position along with a guy like Riveron, you know. Or uh, or one of these other former big time referees or officials, you know, something like that. The you know issue I mean? you'd have though is you can't have someone that's connected with any other team. <clears throat> well, no, they, they're what if they work for one of the sports networks and they're not well, connected to a team? Well, but but my point being is that you know, here's the problem. Say if you go to the booth and you have a guy that's won three championships for the San Francisco Forty ers right? For okay. argument's sake, right? And right. they're going to a replay and he's part of the three man crew, right? Right. Doesn't that well, then, doesn't that all of a sudden come into question? Like there's an agenda, you say? Correct. Well, then you could say the same, dude, about what happened last year in the NFC Championship where the two officials were from California that, that didn't call that PI on well, they the blew Saints. The call. They blew the call, but those two guys are from California. Right, right and but the Rams I don't know. Won, you know right, I, mean? I, I understand, and that was called out, and that was a problem for the National Football League. So why compound the problem by having guys that are, have that, – that, that's the problem you have when you have coaches – or you have former players that played for for organizations and teams. That that you see what I'm saying? If you have a if you have a three man booth, there can't be a connection to any organization or team. They've got to know the rules. Yeah, you, know, you can you can pick some, but you can't have somebody that has a connection because then you don't feel like they're being fair and balanced. Right, I understand. Well, and I think that's fair because I, I think there's too much on the line. I, you know, and I'm not saying you know if I, if I have a coach that coached 20 years for you know. As an assistant, for argument's sake, say the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Cincinnati Bengals, and I'm taking on the Bengals that day. Do I want that guy part of the three man booth? No, no, I, I agree with that. Then you get maybe you figure that out. I don't know. I mean, Riveron, listen, I, I think it's good he's in there. I mean, he, he's, he's a lot of years as a side judge, I believe he was, most of his career as an official. He also had a side job, you know. I don't know if you know that. He was a sales associate for uh, selling like um, storm panels. Nice. A lot of them. A lot yeah. of the guys. Yeah, they yeah. have other While jobs. Was, yeah. yeah, he was doing that. I was reading that about him. But um, but yeah, I think yeah, I I, I like you don't like the idea about putting two other people with like having two no, other people I, on I that do, decision. I, no, like I, I do like the idea. Right. I do like the idea. We differ in terms it. of we differ in terms of who should be up there. I, yeah. I, you know, I don't think there should be any connect, kind of connection to uh, to a team having worked in the past for a team, having played for a team, anything like that in the National Football League, just to make sure that everything's okay. on the up and up. What if it's, that's a bad example, I was going to say, what if it's someone like an Urban Meyer, you know, who was a great coach, college coach, he's not a, connected to any team, but then again, he, you know, not a, not a coach in the NFL, not an official in the NFL, but still, I would think that Urban Meyer knows the rules to most, any any uh, league of yeah, football. Yeah, I mean, I think you know? Urban Meyer could learn the rules. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah I, Urban I, Meyer, Al Riveron, and a fan. Yeah, right. A CFL fan, yeah, so yeah, there's no right. agenda. How about yes, that? Yes, a Canadian Football League fan. Yeah. <laughs> Can that's you what imagine? You do. Yeah. How's that group? Yeah, that that's a BCS. Group. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
There it is. Uh, oh. I think it'll be like three, four more officials. I think yeah. the point that, that Peyton's trying to make, regardless of how the how the group is put together, is that if you have three different eyes looking at a replay, that you know the interpretation maybe you can come to an agreement in terms of how something instead of it just being one when you look at Al Riveron, he's not. He said Riveron's doing a good job, but yeah. if you have three people there, sometimes you see things. Or people open things up in your eyes to something you might not see initially, Taz. I think that's the point that uh, Peyton's trying to make. Right, and I agree with Peyton. The thing is, it's probably never going to happen because then it's more opinions and it's it's going to, like I said, probably slow things. I hope it does happen. I say I, I put a put a committee in there, put twenty guys and girls yeah. in there. I think it'd be great. Make sure Romo's in there too. He knows his stuff too. Oh put yeah, Romo so, in there. you got any, you need Tony Romo. He'll predict it. He'll predict it all. He'll predict everyone's future. What's gonna? What are you gonna eat? What do you? How much sleep you're gonna get? Romo in there. You're gonna get sick. Tony in there. Right. Yep. He'll predict it. He'll predict it all. You're obsessed with people getting sick, huh? You said it again. That's your internal voice. All right. I see what's going on. Yes, it all comes back. Mayor Malusis. There he is. I am the mayor. Thank you. (laughs) Come back. We got the three for you. It's Taz and the Moose with you till nine. CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 